Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that were dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, were not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life, and those of you who tune in often know I love when I actually get to share someone I know in real life who is a dear friend and someone whose work I so respect, so I can't wait to bring her to the show. Patrice Samara is the wordy COO and co-founder. She's an Emmy, Parents' Choice, and multi-award winning author, producer, and global communications advisor for her over 30-year career, she has published seven children's books, developed cross-platform brands, and produced beloved children's and family entertainment with memorable characters such as Alphabet Kids, Muppet Babies, Sesame Street, Good Housekeeping's Children's Learning Series, Baby Professor, and the Round the World Sing-Along. She has worked with Walt Disney, the Jim Henson Company, Best Brands, Bush Gardens, Peter Pan Entertainment, Kid Classics, Putumayo Kids, and many more. Her company, Wordy, is a hybrid publisher and creative community for writers who struggle to get their ideas and words heard. Forward thinking in their approach to publishing, they surround their authors 360 degrees with a platform that supports every aspect of their success. So with that being said, Patrice, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Thank you so much, Dory. It's great to see you and hear you. I'm so excited. And, you know, for those of you who tune in to the shows regularly, Kid Fun and More with Sharla Felcher, Sharla's book is a wordy publication. That's actually how Sharla and I met because Patrice sent her to come share on the show. And she's been doing Kid Fun and More for all this time. So I have to ask you, Patrice, how did you get started as a publisher and an author yourself? Well, Dory, it's a very interesting story. I think I'm going to go back a little bit. I started my career as a photographer, and I was very lucky to study with a master photographer named Josef Breitenbach, and he is one of the famed photographers from many years ago. And I started that way and uh, managed studios doing actually styling, casting and locations. I cut my teeth doing that. And then at a certain point, I realized if I really wanted to accelerate my career, I would have to learn to write. I began taking some courses in writing and also worked as a journalist with a photographer and we worked worldwide. It was a time when we were doing a lot of paparazzi photography and I would write about it and it was a Studio 54 time. So a lot of those wonderful things that happened there 
I was writing about it. So I got two agents, one in London and one in the United States. And that really kick-started my writing career and also a career as a producer. And I began producing films, and that evolved more and more into writing, writing screenplays, and how I actually got started writing for children is an interesting aside. Do we have some time so I can tell that story? Absolutely. This is your interview. Go for it. Okay. Well, it started when I was pregnant, and I stepped back, and I didn't know if I was going to have a son or a daughter, but I realized I had been given a gift. My gift was being able to tell stories and know how to make films. And I realized there is something missing in children's programming. And because I was going to have a child, it was something I wanted to share with the world. So after my daughter was born, I really accelerated producing for children's TV, children's videos, and created a lot of learning videos and worked with Jim Henson on the Muppet Babies, Sesame Street, and created something called the Good Housekeeping Children's Learning Series. And we did that with Good Housekeeping because at the time, who did every mom look to for validation when they were looking at products? The Good Housekeeping Seal of Approval. So I went to them and I said, I have this idea for a children's series and I had a distributor for it. And I created that series and that really kickstarted a lot of what I'm doing right now. What a great story. And I love that you were so forward thinking in looking at that good housekeeping and that seal of approval and starting that children's series there. I have to ask you, in this age of smartphones, smart TVs, you know, tablets and everything else, are books still important? What a question, Dory. You know, parents are juggling life. The life-work balance is very different than it was a long time ago. I'm certainly not going back to Leave it to Beaver and June Cleaver, (laughs) but Most of the moms and dads are working full time and they bring work home with them, Uh, except during COVID. Clearly, a lot of people were at home working at home with smartphones and TV. They do serve a purpose. As we all know, we have a whole library and encyclopedia at our fingertips. So that's a positive thing. But the way we interact and the way our children interact with smartphones, TV, and tablets is very, very important. And I'd like to elaborate on that. The way we talk matters. And if a child whose young child, whose brain is developing very rapidly, interaction is crucial. If we talk to the child, or some people do not talk to the child because they're playing with whatever the device is, it can interfere with how they experience the three-dimensional world because screens, obviously, they are flat. We get info with our eyes and ears, but we're not engaging our other senses, the sense of touch, taste, smell, balance. So I think that parents really need to look at what role, especially with very young children, these devices are playing 
it's been said in many studies, using a lot of devices decrease imaginary skills and imagination. That's my thought on that. I have to say, I love books. And I love nothing better than a book in my hand. We have an author's alley, so I read every book that our authors have written. And we have so many people that I will actually at this point now, I'm like, you can send me a PDF or an ebook just because I don't have a lot of shelf space. I have to tell you, I have a whole book bag for my grandkids that are all their books. I don't have electronic devices in my house. My grandson has his tablet at home and when I'm at his house and he wants to show me something I'll watch it with him but like please don't send that because we're gonna read and it's so funny you and I have talked about it my grandson has his five books three of the books he reads are from you know uh, Anne Marie Brown her poetry series that came from Wordy and when she sent them to me you know her demographic she was trying to capture you know that two to six year five six year old My grandson was three at the time. I said, well, let's see what happens. I read them to him once, and he wanted them every day. Those those are three of the five books we read before nap time, before bedtime. I think it is so important because word recognition and everything else and spelling and all of these different things, I don't think you get that same thing from a tablet. So I'm with you in the sense that they absolutely serve a purpose. But nothing is better than your child curling up in your lap to read them a book. And when they start to read that book with you, because they're, you know, parent, I don't think people realize when kids want to read the same stories over and over and over again, it's language recognition, it's problem solving, it's all of these different things that their little brains are wrapping themselves around. So I love what you do, and I love how great your children's books are because they really are really fabulous. For you, you talked about why you started writing for children and families. What has made Wordy such a wonderful place for those children's authors? I love hearing about your family because clearly you're devoted. They're devoted to you. And you talked about a child curling up in your lap. The child has a sense of comfort going over and over and over the book and how you interact with the child. No, it's not just what's on the page, but if we say the house is green in the book, you know, you can ask your child, have you ever seen a green house on our street? Why is it green? Is it, aren't trees? screen, you can actually engage in language and imagination. So I want to get to your question about Wordy. Wordy is a unique platform, and we only don't do children's books. We really do every genre and have some fantastic, fantastic authors who have put their heart and soul into their work, and we support them as creative artists. So Wordy's a hybrid publisher. And what that means is we're very similar to all the big houses, but we really focus on the author, focus on their work, and are able to really get books out there in six to eight months once the manuscript is done, which is unique in the industry. So uh, basically, that's it. My partner, who is the CEO of Wordy, Marva Allen, is an author herself. 
and she owns the U-Man Bookstore. And also, before we started Wordy, it was a publisher. So we bring unique skills, both of us, and it's a, a great working relationship. And um, we are, as an aside, we are a minority and woman-owned company. And uh, we're very, very, very proud of that. I feel so lucky to know both you and Marva. And it's always remarkable to me the depth of the works that you do. I love children's books and I love getting to share all of those. And again, you bring such unique stories and your series and everything else. It is for everyone. And, and there are some really powerful stories that are being written and coming from Wordy Publishing. It, it is hybrid plus plus. <laughs> Thank it you. It really is. Appreciate you saying that. You know, you mentioned Charlotte Felcher's book, 401 Ideas for Play, and it is a remarkable book. And none of the ideas in the book involve any kind of tablets, iPhones, TV, nothing electronic. And I think Sharla could do 4,001 ideas for play. And it's really remarkable um, how creative that book is. But we also have a, a couple of new books that are coming out and one that recently came out called Orchestration by a remarkable woman named Sandra Henderson Wyndham. And Sandra's story, it's really larger than life. She is uh, half Korean and half Black American. Her dad was a soldier in the Korean War, and her mother was Korean. And uh, often there were liaisons during the Korean War, and Sandra was the product of one of those liaisons. But those children were ostracized in Korea. And as the story goes, Sandra was found uh, tied to a tree when she was about three, two or three years old because no one, they didn't have food. And she was really helped by uh, missionaries and a young, a young man that she in, in, speaks about in the book. It is remarkable. She was eventually adopted, came to this country, experienced actually uh, a lot of bias because since she came from Korea to America and all of a sudden was a black American. She was living in Compton. So that the name of that book is Orchestration. And it's, as I said, a wonderful book. So it's a totally different kind of story than our children's and family, family stories. Our website is wordy.com. That's W-O-R-D-E-E-E.com, word with three E's on it. And uh, we're very proud of what we're doing. And you should be. On that note, we're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. The makers of Sesame Street bring you their newest spinoff, Mecha Builders, starring Elmo, Cookie Monster, and Abby Cadabby. Join these old friends on new adventures as superheroes in training. There is no problem too big or too small for the Mecha Builders to solve. Don't miss this new show weekdays at 8 a.m. on Cartoonito, now streaming on HBO Max. 
And we're back on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Patrice Samara about wordy publishing. People have been telling me forever, Dory, you need to write a book. So, Patrice, what advice do you have for those first-time authors that know they have a book somewhere in them? Dory, are you talking about the first-time authors or are you talking about yourself? The first-time authors, because I have so much time to write a book. (laughs) Well, I know you have a book inside of you. But what I would say to anyone who has interest in writing a book, the first step is start writing it down. Get a journal and put those ideas on paper, or you can write them on the computer, whatever is most comfortable for you. But that is truly the first step. I daily hear about this and I say to people, some people say, oh, I've wanted to do this for five years. I've wanted to do it for 10 years. And I say, look around. There are a lot of reasons to write a book, but today is the day you should start doing it because we, one, we never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And two, there are a lot of stories out there, whether they're personal stories or reminiscence of a childhood. Uh, sometimes it's an adaptation of a fairy tale or mythology. So I say that is the first thing to do. Second thing is it's very important to learn the fundamentals. So taking a writing class is very helpful, bouncing ideas off people, but take that step. So on your site, you have Wordy University. So I would love to know more about that. Well, we, for many years, people were saying, I need to learn the fundamentals or I have this problem or not. My partner, Marva Allen, has been teaching classes for a long time in terms of, you know, uh, story structure, fundamentals, writing memoirs and fiction, et cetera. And we... Um, created Wordy University specifically to have a series of courses that would enable people to basically nurture themselves. And by nurturing themselves, it would give them the opportunity to learn the fundamentals of writing. And then even those who are further along can perfect their craft. So we did it in a more structured fashion. So Wordy University has all different kinds of classes that we're doing. And I can tell you about some of those uh, a little later in the show. I know you have a workshop coming up, mm-hmm. writing for children and families. So right. really, right. let us know about that. Where is it happening? When is it happening? And how do you get involved? Okay. Well, writing for children and families, it's, it, it's just a topic alone because, you know, chill, you think about children's books, but families share books and there are books that are knowledge-based that are for families as well. So they are generally uh, nonfiction books and have a lot of different kinds of information for families, whether it's taking care of baby, career changes, things of that sort. There's some self-help books. So um, our upcoming workshop is going to be a virtual workshop. It is live and it will be on June 11th, 2022. And that's a Saturday. It's a four-hour workshop. It is highly participatory, meaning you do not just sit as not a lecture. 
but it is interactive and participatory. People join our workshops from all over the world. I can tell you about some of the things that we'll be talking about in the workshop. As I said, learning fundamentals, and we'll talk about ideation and themes. You know, what are the big ideas? How do you, how do you really corral those? Fiction and nonfiction, capturing fantasy, which is very, very important, developing characters, different parts of a story. Uh, what are the different kinds of formats of a book? I know with your your grandchildren, I'm sure you're seeing all sorts of things, you know, pop-up pop up books. We have, as you mentioned, Anne-Marie Brown's uh, beautiful uh, board books. And generally board books are for younger children, you know, and even, you know, infants or board books are very good for infants because they're very tactile. Working with an illustrator is a very important thing. How do you do that? Key here is the importance of professional editing. Every book needs to be edited. Every book needs to be proofread and also fact-checked, which is important. In this workshop, we're going to have some very, very special guests. We're going to be talking about diversity and inclusion which is an important part of books and often is not covered as much as it should be. So that's a little bit of the highlights of what's going on. I think it's so exciting. And we will have links to the workshop. So you're going to have time to register. It's limited registration, correct? It is. Yeah, we try and limit it to 20. It depends on where people are in the world. It is a workshop that is uh, Eastern time from 12 to 4. And it, it's, it's intensive. But honestly, even those who have had no experience writing at all, enjoy the workshops, get a lot, and it can be a Kickstarter for, for doing things. Patrice, as we are wrapping up, what do you want to share with everyone? And please, again, let them know how to reach out to you and Wordy. Well, one, I want to share that Word of Mom Radio is just fantastic. You bring life to every conversation, and that alone makes me very happy. And, and you're a mom and a grandmother, so that's a good thing. In terms of, of Wordy and our work, we encourage people to take charge of what they're doing, very much like the record industry where Taylor Swift took back all of her masters and began releasing them. What we're doing is for people who want to basically be the captain of their own ship. Not in terms of content, because we're very discerning on content and our covers and how the book looks, etc. Because there are tools out there for everyone. You can swim in this ocean by yourself. But we say to people, think about it, examine everything, but come to us and we can help you. I can be reached at contact at wordy.com. That's C-O-N-C-T at wordy, W-O-R-D-E-E-E.com. And I'd love to hear from your listeners about any topics whatsoever. I hope that people reach out. If you are available, take the workshop. You are going to learn so much. These two women are so powerful and so remarkable in the work that they do, both Patrice and Marva. And it's a pleasure to know you. 
And it is just a pleasure to watch all of this happen and to get to share your authors and their work. You are continuing to reach out, to educate, to empower, to encourage, and to enlighten people. And that's really a marvelous, marvelous thing that you are doing, Patrice. It really is because people need that encouragement. They really do. They need people that are going to believe in them and their story. And most of the time, it is not their family and friends who do. It is people on the outside who look and it's like, no, you can do this. And so thank you for being that outside encouragement that enables people to do this because it really is a wonderful thing. And I, I'm so glad that you are here and I'm looking forward to sharing this show. Again, reach out and thank you for the kind words about Word of Mom because okay. we're, we're in our 10th year. March started our 10th year on the air and just remarkable women that I've had the opportunity to share. It is just a joy every time. It really is. It, has, it doesn't get tired. And I'm sure you feel that way with your authors and the illustrators and the marvelous people that you get a chance to work with. It just doesn't get old. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Dory. Uh, thank you for your kind words. And we feel like we're a tribe or a family. And again, you know, I personally feel that I have so much to offer. A lot of people mentored me when I was coming up and I love to share my knowledge and know that literacy is here to stay. No matter what goes on, we want to encourage that because that's, it is civilization. Being able to share that, being able to share it with others, having discourse, conversation, talking about ideas and books and sharing books, et cetera, and doing it with our children, grandchildren. And also, you know, we all can mentor others. So it's not only our own children, but it can be with others. You know, sharing books and stories, storytelling is very important. So thanks, Dory. And I'd love to come back sometime and chat with you again. Always. The door is always open. We would love to have you back over and over again. You know that. So again, thank you. And for all of you tuning in, thanks so much for being here. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true.